This is Relationship, a podcast presenting a gay look at traditional relationships and values with your hosts, the Cotellis. I am Marco. And I'm Tony. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh my God, you just sang on the podcast. In front of everyone. That's kind of a big deal. In front of literally tens of listeners. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit more. Well, it's not thousands. (laughs) We like to let people think that it's thousands. You know, like kind of a big deal in the podcast world. Just so everyone's fully aware. Um, Good morning. How's it going? It's well. How are you? I am alive and kicking it. Mm. Yeah. We what is it that you're kicking? Everything. Well, I feel sorry for everything. Why has it got to be kicked? Because um, sometimes it deserves it. Oh! Everything deserves to be kicked? Sure. A light tap on the butt has never hurt anybody. <laughs> um, yeah, by the time everyone's listening to this, we will be just days away from my birthday celebration. Woo-woo. And if anybody wants to try to stalk us, we'll be in Washington, D.C., and so you can come and join us for the party movement. No? Maybe. I mean, I guess. <laughs> wow, you don't want to invite people, huh? <laughs> No, it's your birthday. We invited enough people. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my birthday is a celebration for everyone, I've decided. Okay. Perhaps. Well, then invite everyone. Yeah. On Friday, we will be at... Oh. D.C. <laughs> <laughs> No, it'll be fun. So, yeah, we are traveling to Washington, D.C. We will be spending some time out there and having a good time. And it's almost Memorial Day weekend, which is always what happens with my birthday weekend. So it always becomes a teensy bit of a challenge trying to, like, plan anything, right? I keep telling you, you need to just celebrate. You have to do what those people do where they celebrate their weekend, their birthday on, like, a different weekend or a different week. Um, Because your birthday is always on Memorial Day and people tend to travel. And I'm not saying you need to do that for other people. I'm saying you need to do it for yourself because even though you say it's fine and you have a small group and it's wonderful, you and I both know if you could invite a ton of people, you would actually enjoy that. No, I wouldn't. Yes, you would. No, I wouldn't. Yes, you would. No, I wouldn't. Yes, you would. Actually, we can keep doing this. Yes, you would. Yes, you would. I have zero desire to do that. I don't want that, actually. Yes, you do. That's why it doesn't really bother me. Back in the day, it used to be a thing where I wanted to gather all the people around, but I actually don't like that. I don't need that. I Mm -hmm. think right now, I'd rather have like a couple of people to hang out with and just like keep something super simple and small and decent, right? Because trying to manage multiple people is just always such a process. And I just don't want that. And as I've gotten older, I'm kind of like... Yeah, I only want like people that are really important to mm. me to be around. So no, that, I don't care. I, like I like that kind of stuff doesn't bother me actually. I'm I'm completely fine with it. Okay. And, and I was born on the day that I was born, so I ain't getting ready to adjust my birthday for everyone else. Okay. <laughs> so I'll just have the fun that we're gonna have, right? Well, be rigid and get what you get then. I'm not. Being <laughs> yeah. It's my birthday. I'm gonna celebrate it the way I want to. Mm-hmm. There you go. And on that note, we are going to jump right into our hashtag gay relationship goals for this week. As a reminder, every week, Tony and I are going to highlight a gay couple with or a couple within the community that kind of give the values that we love by way of a great 
gay couple and, and positive image out there, right? So if you or your partner are interested in becoming our hashtag gay relationship goals, please tag us on uh, Instagram. We are at pod relationships. Um, and much to Tony's point last episode, if you know a great gay couple that you would like to highlight, please tag them for us as well so that we can get the opportunity to highlight them as well. Or email us and let me define the word no. If you, like us, look around Instagram or whatever or follow whoever and you think that they're a great example, you don't have to personally know them because we don't personally know quite a few of these people. You can just say, oh my gosh, I see these people and they're amazing and I want you to talk about them. And we will. Yeah, we love it. Um, So this week's focus is a pretty cool couple that I actually just recently started following on Instagram. Um, They actually started following the pod relationship uh, Instagram page. And then I started, of course, doing my deep dive into who they were. And they're just a really, really cool couple. I'm sorry. So now we're at 20s of listeners. Sure. (laughs) Um, So the couple that we are highlighting this week is a great couple's Instagram page. And it is Buttons and Snaps. I think it's so funny the way you say button. I know you do. Um, it's, so <laughs> say it again for our listeners. I'm moving on. No, um, say it. So they are incredible. <laughs> um, it's this great couple, Andrew and Corey. Um, it's so great because they are Americans that apparently live in Hong Kong, which I think is just absolutely incredible. I'm going to um, go on record right now and say... I really want to expatriate, but go on. I know, right? (laughs) Um, But they're really cool, and I just love the page. Um, First of all, I mean, all of their their joint account, of course, is like all of their adorable pictures and their adventures all about everywhere in Hong Kong that you could possibly think of and various other places. But they're, you know, they're fun journeys and their travel and their love, and they're really, really cute together. One of them, Andrew, is a ginger. Um, so it's kind of fun seeing uh, all of that fun stuff. And they're, like I said, they're just adorable and I love it. And I just, you know, lo- it looks like they really enjoy one another mm. um, and that they really have a good time. And I love that they are like having these adventures together with one another. Um, and it's just kind of fun seeing that kind of positive image out there by way of gay relationships, right? I love it. And and I like that, you know, it's funny going through the images. There's some that I recognize, not because I recognize the people, but because I recognize the place. So I don't know if they visited uh, the area of Florida that we lived in or if they have a place there that they go to regularly or if this was a one off. Like, I'm not sure. Um, but that was fun for me uh, to see them not in Hong Kong. And then I love, um, you know, they are unashamed of their bodies um, and they have adorned their bodies with some tattoos and they also adorn their bodies with some really interesting swimwear. <laughs> and um, by interesting, he means itty bitty. Well, no, it's not just itty bitty. I mean, they're they're beautiful people. Mm-hmm. They absolutely are. They're They're aesthetically very pleasing. But that's not what I mean. What I mean is like, no one's hiding but behind anyone else in the picture. And there's definitely parts of each other's bodies where you could see someone, like, being critical of themselves. Being like, oh, I wish my whatever was whatever. Bigger, smaller, whatever. Um, and they're not doing that. And for me, like, I can't help but pick up on that. Like, when someone has a one really great feature, but they clearly uh, are conscientious of another feature. And so they, like, hide it in every picture that they take. I didn't see that there. 
Um, and I really, I don't know, that resonated for me. It might mm. seem silly. It might seem um, facetious. I'm not, I'm not sure. But it just, it struck me that there was like this unabashed, unafraid um, freedom in each other. Uh, and it really, it just, it made my heart smile. And I was like, oh, good for you for finding that. Like, that's great. Yeah. One of the things that I like the most about the pictures is like every single one of them is them like hugging each other. There's a few of them kissing each other, but not in like a sloppy, gross way where you're like, I don't think I should be watching that. Yeah, you're not big on PDA. Kind of like, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, but like, they're like cute. Like, you know, they're like you know wrapping their arms around each other and like having like a good and it's just nice to see like healthy love and you know affection for mm -hmm. one another but you know and and i just think it's like really great or like even if they're taking a picture like next to one another they're holding hands mm -hmm. or grabbing each other's arms and things like that like it's just really great and i just like that so um their joint account again is buttons and snaps um <laughs> literally sp spelled out the whole way through so b-u-t-t-o-n-s a-n-d s-n-a-p-s um but then they also have their individual accounts as well um andrews is a b wales w-a-i-l-e-s and then you can follow Corey. um he is q-c-q-1-0-1 and that is on Instagram. So follow the guys. Tell them that we said hello. And um, thank you guys so much for the positive gay image that you're putting out there. We love seeing that kind of stuff out it's there. It's beautiful. Um, we are going to take a quick break. And um, when we get back, we are going to get into the meat and potatoes of today's episode. Potatoes and buttons. If you live in the New York City area and you're looking for more relationship content... Join us for our monthly group meeting where we and like-minded couples and singles within the community will discuss relationship topics related to the podcast. Go to meetup.com and search for relationship and join. That's shit with an exclamation point instead of an I. Monthly meeting dates and various social activities will be posted on the group page where you will have the opportunity to be a part of a larger dialogue surrounding many important relationship topics and get the opportunity to connect and have fun with others within the community. Again, go to meetup.com and search for relationship to join. We look forward to seeing you at our next meeting. And we are back. So this week's topic um, is about being friends first. Um, and this idea is that no matter what happens, no matter what gets in the way, um, no matter how much stuff piles up, that you remember that you are with your friend and that you want to tell your friend everything and that you want to tell them that because they are your friend not the person who has uh, lived with you, gotten you through things, caused you heartache. Um, this is your friend. This is the person you go to uh, after work for happy hour. This is the person you're looking forward to seeing on the weekend. This is um, the person that you try to figure out to find a place for in your week no matter what. And holding that energy and remembering that that is what 
brought you two together, hopefully, in the first place, um, and keeping that foundation. Absolutely. I mean, it's kind of a continuation from last week's episode, right? Just kind of in a different... It's a slightly different concept. Yeah, there's a, I mean, we're going to come at it in like a, a, a bit of a different way, but for the most part, it's kind of, like I said, it's kind of a continuation and kind of... Uh, an elaboration to the to the concept. I would even say it's more of a precursor because being friends forever is about sustaining that friendship. Yeah. Friends first is about putting it first. Right. So dictionary.com um, defines friend as, a, first of all, a noun. Um, and it is a person attached to another by feelings of affection or personal regard. And I think there's some key words in that. Attached. Regard. I think those are really important. And I think those are the things that we lose when we don't put our friend first. Right. Right? So you are attached to each other. And I don't know about you, but my experience of any relationship is the attachment is the part that fades. Maybe that's just me. But it is about... Um, being attached to you about wanting to tell you first about um, the strength of the bond and having to remember that. Yeah, I mean, I think it goes deeper than that, right? I mm. think that there is uh, an element of friendship that uh, with your partner, especially, that is like super important. So, like, at like a base level, we laugh together. Mm -hmm. We have a good time together. We enjoy each other's presence. Like we, you know, want to experience life together. So like when I think about traveling or even if I travel by myself, I always think about like if I'm eating at a restaurant in a different city or whatever and I'm by myself, I always think about, oh, my husband would have ordered this off the menu. Um, because I think that that's like a friendship thing, right? Where like I know you so well that there are, like, aspects of what I'm experiencing that, um, I don't know, make me think of you or, you know, make you a part of the experience for me, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I think there's that. There's the laughter, the wanting to be together. I think there is the element of, like, telling each other everything, right? I think that that's important, like, wanting to, like, share uh, good news and bad news and, and fun news. You know, you and I wake up and we tell each other what we dreamed about the night before and all that other stuff. You know, mm -hmm. like I think that those things are important. And we call and respect one another and want to talk about potential job opportunities or uh, what's going on right now by ways of like plans that we need to make for things. Like we, we talk to, we, and we talk things through with one another to get insight and input from the other, right? So I think that those things are really important. But I think that even beyond that, like a friendship is like a connection. Like I literally, when I think about my best friends, like people that um, I've known for years, I have a best friend that I've known since I was 14. And she is like super important, like to the point where she's like family at this, right? Mm -hmm. um, I have another great best friend that... Uh, I met right around the time uh, before I met you, but like right around the time that I like met you. Right. I have another one that lives in San Francisco that I knew back in my party days and Reno, like all of that fun stuff. Right. 
I have all of those friendships, those connections, those life experiences, those things that we've all been through with one another, the ups and downs, the changes and all of those things. And they're, and they're consistent. There still is a friendship there. And then I put you in that category too, because Mm -hmm. you went through all of the life changes that I had, right? I met you when I was 25 years old. So 25 year old me was a completely different person. He was a mess. 27 year old me, (laughs) 29 year old me and 31 year old. Like we, like we kind of grew up together, right? Mm -hmm. Because 27 year old you was a different person too. Much. And And I think that friendships are the are, like you know you have a friend when you can sustain that and you can go through those changes in who you are as a person together and still maintain the friendship right yeah i mean it's it's like we both say to each other all the time you're the first person i want to tell something to doesn't matter what it is doesn't matter if i had a stupid thought if i did something that embarrasses me if i am being challenged if i'm hurt if I'm joyful, like, it doesn't matter what it is. If I have a fleeting thought, like you're the first person I want to tell, like you're my friend first. And, and what, like what really makes me know that that's true is even when we are fighting or upset with each other or whatever, the thing that always breaks it is I had this thing that I had to tell my best friend and that's still you. So even though we're mad at each other, I'm going to tell you this right now. And it's interesting because those things tend to, break the ice for us more than anything else in the occasional times that we are fighting. Yeah, you know what I think is really interesting is that you have put quite a bit of focus on um, the communication aspect of friendship. Like every time you bring up friendship, it has something to do with the talking to one another or communicating with one another. Frequency and content, yes. That's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you like why? Like why? Like what is that? Like what is that? Is that like super duper important to you by way of like the definition of a friendship? I have a lot of friends that the second we get together, it's like we were never apart, and that is wonderful, and I love it. And I have some friends that I can be around, and we don't have to say a word, and it's still the most meaningful interaction, and that's wonderful too. Um, but not, but, and to me, the hallmark, uh, has to do with frequency and content. It's, I don't have to talk to you every day, but once a week, once every other week, a quick text, uh, an email, whatever, something silly, uh, some random thing in the mail. I didn't expect just, just something. And when we do talk, the fact that we have things to talk about. And it doesn't have to be that an event occurred. It's just I have something to tell you. And by virtue of our relationship with each other, there is content to the conversation, even if nothing happened mm-hmm. all week. You know, the simple statement, I'm boring and all I did was work. Like, there's still content there. Like, you can build off of that with a good friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I come from a lot of groups of people who don't, do that. They don't talk frequently, and when they talk, there's not a ton of content. Um, and so it that matters to me. Hmm. That really matters to me. Yeah, I noticed, and I think that that's fantastic. I always my definition of friendships have always kind of been. I always feel like friends are the people that you kind of you go through you war together with one another, right? But then you like get to the very end of it, and you still 
are in touch with one another. So the friends that I have are like friends that like we've been through all sorts of shit and we still talk to one another. My best friend, Gloria, I've literally have known her longer than I haven't. Right. Um, and she, um, we don't talk every day. We barely, we don't even talk like every single week, but we will send each other a text message, let each other know that we were thinking about each other or, you know, hey, I'm on your side of the country. Like, I would love to see you if you're available, kind of thing like that. Um, or, you know, she just recorded a brand new song and she like sent it my way and I had to listen to it and support it. And, and it's incredible. It. It's so it's good, amazing. Right? But that's kind of like what our friendship is, right? And we do those things. And Gloria and I have been through so much. Like, we have been best friends and, you know, through high school where, you know, we were 14 and trying to figure our way through life. And then we... At 14, you're trying to figure your way through your own shoelaces. Let's be honest. (laughs) Here it is. We're in this brand new environment and we don't... No, no, it's true. I'm not trying to downplay it. Anything like that. Like, we were trying to figure it out and we found each other Mm -hmm. and we tried to do it together. And then we didn't talk together. Like, we didn't spend much time talking to each other in 10th grade. And then we, like, reconnected in 11th grade. And then, you know, best friends again in 12th grade. And I went away to college. And then I moved across the country. And we came and visited. And, you know, she's still the friend that we get in front of one another. And we just make a face. And we crack up. Because we know what each other is thinking. And we try to find a way to make each other laugh as best we possibly can. Um, if I were to go visit her right now and we went out and had a good time, we would still sleep in the same bed as one another because that's just what we do. We are just that close. Um, you know, same thing with my friend Dwayne in Florida, who is like the love of my life. I mean, you're the love of my life, but he is one of my favorite people. Um, and he is literally like family to me. But we so interesting when you call him Dwayne. All I think of is Sparkle Booty. Well, that's his middle name. Um, <laughs> but he is, you know, we. I remember there was a point in time when we first started dating, and you were like, "Your relationship with him makes me slightly uncomfortable." Because did I? Yeah, because you were like, "You guys are almost." too close to one another that I think that outsiders would think that you guys are together. Did I really? Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. I adore your relationship with him and his relationship with you. Yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong. You, you're, I'm sure you're right. I don't recall that. You weren't like mad or gross about it. You were just kind oh, of okay. like, yeah, you weren't. Because really all mad. I've ever felt is like grateful that you have that relationship. Yeah, you weren't gross about it, but you were kind of like, um, uh, you, uh, you, like. This is slightly weird. It, you're like, it's just like, like, I've never seen two people, like, that close to one another. Like Oh, y'all are sisters. To- like, we are so close to mm-hmm. one another. Like, I, again, like, we're talking to each other, and there's, like, an inch between us when we're talking. And we, like, hold hands, and we are, like, touching each other and grabbing each other's arms and laying on each other's shoulders. And, like, we love each other. There's so much he's like... But it's so funny because my relationship with him reminds me of my relationship with my brother. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. like, go around holding my hands with my brother and stuff like that, or holding hands with my brother. But no, like, but you all are that close. There's a closeness and with your sister and my sister and stuff like that. You know, it's funny as you're saying this. I'm thinking we should probably upload the video of when I snuck him here for 
your birthday <laughs> because that video is really <laughs> illustrative oh of the relationship y'all have. He that is, is the best video ever. He's my everything. I love him so dearly. Yes, you're very I blessed. I love him so much. And, you know, and so, but I think about those friendships and he and I have been through hell and high water and, you know, and, and we, but there's so much there and I just care so much about him. But, um, you know, I like we just have that, and and I have a, a you know new crop of great new best friends and things like that. Two people that are really close, but in all of that, you exist in that as well. Mm-hmm. You exist in that. Do you something like my friendships with these people consist of us all hanging out with one another, mm-hmm. right? And right. which is like fantastic because you are the other part. It's so funny because we always talk about like I always had dreams of being like the girls from Sex in the City and you know there was going to be four of us and we had these like guys and you know they came in and out of our lives but then there was this core four friends and it's so funny to me because you are supposed to be the great guy the that comes guys in and out that come, right? but I'm actually Samantha but you're actually <laughs> I wouldn't quite call you Samantha I am Samantha which one am I? Samantha. Uh, no, because you're not... <laughs> I'm not Miranda. You're not Hori. Like, I am. I'm just Hori with you. <laughs> uh, I'm not Miranda, because I'm I don't Miranda. stand in my own way enough. I, oh, wait. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not Charlotte, because I'm not, you're pr- not a prudish and projecty enough. No. And I am not Carrie, because I don't sit in my own neuroses like it's a bath. But anyway. I guess you're Stanford. Um, so no, I'm Steve. <laughs> so I'm Steve. That's who I am. I'm actually really, Steve. <laughs> or you're kind of Aiden. Oh, yeah. You um, have called me Aiden. It's kind of funny. Sorry for those of you who don't no, follow Sex in the City. We're done. Like, We're done. We're done. We're done. <laughs> um, no, but it's so funny. But it, it's crazy because when I think about like those four friends, like my husband is one of the four friends, right? Like you're not the extra person. You are one of the people. Um, and it's like so interesting. And so I like I just I find that to be very um, fascinating. And again, you are my favorite person. I love coming home to you. I love talking to you. I need to talk to you. Like you called me today at work and I was like, <gasps> my husband's calling me right now. Like, I, like, hurry up, get up out of the room. Like, go talk to him. Like, what's wrong? What's going on? Are you OK? What's happening? Like, like those things are like, like magical and important to me. And you said it yourself, you know, like you're my biggest supporter and I am, I want nothing but the best for you and Mm -hmm. not even having to deal with how it's going to affect me. I want the best for you. Like I want you to be happy and, and, and all of those. And if it just so happens that I'm a part of all of that, then yay for me. Like I'm in such a great way, but I just want you to be, happy you know so i don't know i say all of that to say that i think that as the connection being friends with the person that you are with um is just such a magical part of a relationship and if you can make that happen i think that you will have the ability to make your relationship last and you know i I'm not some relationship expert or I don't even, you know, have statistics and or data to support my statements, right? But I just feel like, you know, I look at us and, you know, we're going on nine years together, which is still fucking crazy. (laughs) But we have almost nine years together with one another 
and we have had our shares of ups and downs and backs and forths and all types of things that we've gone through with one another. But at the end of the day, the connection that we have with each other is the best. And we connected over chicken wings and an obsession over vacuuming carpets and making sure that there are lines there needs to be straight lines that needs to be present it's like, like the lawnmower for your house and you guys this is literally <laughs> the conversations that we had as friends because that's all we wanted to do is be friends with one another mm-hmm. um and then everything just blossomed from there it did because we managed to realize that we loved each other yeah and it's really cool you know it's been it's been interesting for me lately because you and I have hit um a really unique milestone, one that I never like I just never even considered could exist but so you and I recently got to spend time with my best friend from high school uh which is really my best friend from middle school um and his wife and their children mm-hmm. and you know, my family, we moved around a lot. Not everyone was super permanent in the house. Um, and even my, um, you know, I have a lot of brothers and I have a lot of cousins, but my only full blood brother, even we didn't share the same um, home uh, a ton of the time. We shared it more than anyone else in my life. Um, but even we didn't have uh, a ton of time together. And the person that I consider to be the most constant in my life is that brother, uh, and if he's listening, I love him very much. Um, but but <laughs> he is a good guy. He's an amazing guy, actually. Um, but the next person after him who has been the most constant in my life is my very good friend, David. Um, and I adore him. And he and I um, were complete outcasts uh, when we met. And we both literally studied human behavior to try and make ourselves cool. Um, and we succeeded marvelously. Um, and shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. (laughs) And, um, David and I, like we met in, uh, we met after Thanksgiving in seventh grade. I'll never forget that. Um, and we were friends in middle school. We were friends in high school. Then I left. Then I came back. Then we were friends for the rest of high school. Then we were friends in college and I actually got him into my college and into my dorm room when we were dorm mates. Um, and I just, I have, he and I are so ridiculous. We have a dance that we share. You know, he's, he's my, well, I'll say Dwayne. I won't say Sparkle Booty because he's, because he's straight. Um, but, I mean, his but booty might he's, sparkle too. It does not. It's his nipple hair that sparkles. Oh, but anyway. Um, <laughs> that got real weird. Yeah, well, it, <laughs> there's a story. But anyway, uh, so he, he is, he is like, he's my great friend who I have known for forever. And we have a ton of stories. And it was so interesting for us to all connect because he got to meet you at our wedding. And then we all got to hang out after. Uh, We went to um, our sister's uh, graduation. And we got to spend some time with him and his wife and their kids, like I said. And it was just so interesting to me to have that bridge um, in my history and my present. And it just sort of reaffirmed for me how much you are my friend first. Because I got to share these pieces of my life with you as my friend. And we all hung out and we laughed and we drank and we did karaoke. And even I did karaoke. Uh, and and David did karaoke. Um, and, you know, gotta love the Blues Brothers. Um, you know, we did an awesome job. Again, we studied being cool. Now we're good at it. Um, <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Shut your mouth. Shut your damn mouth. Um, but, you know, it was just, it was one of those things where it was like, 
if you were, and I don't want to use the the qualifier just, but it, I'm going to. If you were just my boyfriend or you were just my husband and you weren't my friend first, I don't think this would have mattered as much to me. I think it would have been something where I was like, hey, husband, I'm going out with my friend and we're going to spend, you know, six or eight hours together and I'll see you when I get home and you're not a part of this. But it was so important that we all got together, that mm. that we got to spend time with him and his wife, that we got to spend time with him and his wife and, and their children, that we all got to do and be and join and share and just make more. Like, it was incredible to me and I loved it. And I think that too is the whole friends first thing we went out as friends like you were my friend he was my friend we talked to strangers we talked to each other we split up we did what we wanted we got what we wanted we came back together we did more they left we stayed we went home like it was just you know it it was genuine authentic existence mm. um and it meant so much to me i mean that whole trip meant so much to me. But in keeping with this topic, that, I think, was an incredible example of being friends first. You were my friend. It was not until, I can honestly say for me, it was not until we went to bed that we were husbands again. We were friends that whole night. Mm. I can see that. Well, and I also think that that's the reason why whenever we end up going out, people don't believe that we're together. It's not that they don't believe it, but they're surprised when they hear it. Because you and I don't hang all over each other. We don't have to talk to people together. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, we're right. friends, and right. I know how you like to socialize, and I know how I like to I like to socialize, and I know that it's very rare for either of us to be drawn to the same stranger at the same time. You have the type that you flock to; I have the type that I flock to. Um, we always come together, uh, and our greatest friends are the ones that we share. And I can think of a few right now. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, it's not surprising that people don't see that right away. Right, because I think our friendship is is part of the scenario, right? We go out as friends. Well, it's also that you don't complete me and I don't complete you. To go back a couple of episodes, I'm a whole person, you're a whole person. We are friends first. Yeah. That's just how it is. It's true. It's very true. So, I mean, I think if we were to wrap this conversation up in a pretty bow to like end the entire scenario it would be a sparkly thong uh total <laughs> um no i think um I, I just think that at the end of the day for us it's really it, the message that i would love to get across is the fact that um if you have the ability to connect with someone on a friend level initially take advantage of that because you would be really surprised at what you can build from a friendship. Um, I think that there's this fear about being friend zoned, right? That is that's such utter crap. I don't disagree. Uh, do you see what I'm saying? Like, it's I, such I, crap. I think it's crap. But I think that there's something special about building a great friendship, being able to rely and and share and be connected to somebody on that level, and then potentially build a romance from there right i think that that is really great yeah and and if you do it well i i I think that there's nothing that you have to worry about and i would say too that the reason a lot of hot flames burn out is because you don't cultivate a friendship after that passion right so you can be really drawn to someone you can even be 
um, you know, giving into some social pressures and some mores and some standards of how you're supposed to exist and you meet at the club and you hook up or whatever. Like, it can be whatever it is. But I think that the reason it, it burns out, it fizzles out, it doesn't last is because you aren't friends. Mm. So that doesn't, I mean, I agree with you. If you can be friends first, that's great. Um, let's not, um, you know, paint an inaccurate picture. You and I intended to be friends first, um, but when we met, we immediately started dating. Oh, yeah, no, we realized but, it. But, yeah. but the foundation is friendship. But I, I just want to say, just because you're dating someone who wasn't your friend first doesn't mean you can't have this too. You just need to work on your friendship with that person. Sure. I remember there was a time you, well, I said it. I said, I'm sorry, Marco, you and I cannot go anywhere except a public place together because I need to connect with you as a person and not be able to fill in the blank. Um, and so I wanted to work on sports. whatever. It's the truth. <laughs> I had to take you out to a date and then several dates because I needed to make sure that I knew you as a person because I was so into you in every other regard. I mean, I'm kind of amazing. Insert crickets here. Um, so, you know, I, but I had to, I had to, because that was important to me. And I think you have to make that important to you too. I am still just as crazy into you as I was that day that I told you we had to go out. Um, and it's still true. We still Shout have out to. Shout out to Ruby Tuesdays. Yes. <laughs> and the coupons I had. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> first. His taking me out on our first date was to Ruby Tuesdays with coupons that he used. Listen, it was a gift card. And just because you can save money doesn't mean you're not romantic. Anyway. Anyway. That a lot of people are. Anyway, 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 anyway. <laughs> but. That's that's the thing for me is like you and I, I mean, I had to physically force myself to do that with you. But it's so important that you get that and have that. And if you don't, it's okay if you don't. But I highly recommend getting you some of that. I think I get, get you some of that. Getting you some of that. Yeah, uh, get you some of that. That's good stuff. And again, I don't know that I necessarily think that we are like the dictionary definition of healthy relationships, et cetera, et cetera. And I, that's not our claim on this either. I would never claim to put any stock in the dictionary anymore. Bootylicious is now a real word. Wow. It's been a real word for a while, actually. Yeah. No, that's um, not okay. So, Ain't is also a real word. No. No. Anyways. Sorry. So, Soapbox um, gone. Those things are... Um, uh, I don't think that we're claiming to like know everything about it and like we're this perfect no. definition of it all, right? But I will say that it has worked for us, mm -hmm. and there are successes, at least for us. Yeah, we that, see a value in it that worked um, that, for this. Correct, and um, all we can essentially do is kind of suggest and give you another way to look at it, right? And and try it out and see what it does for yeah, you. Yeah, if you if you haven't had that before, check it out. Maybe it doesn't work for you. Maybe it doesn't work for you. But it really, really worked for us. Correct. I agree. There you go. Awesome. Well, we are going to take a short break. And uh, when we get back, we've got a really fun interview for y'all. Mm-hmm. Hey, folks. It's your favorite host, Tony. And Marco. We need a favor. 
Please stop what you're doing right this very moment and head to your podcast directory and rate and review relationship. We know, we know. It's a big ask, but we need your help in getting the word out about the podcast, and your reviews are the best way to make that happen. So, if you have two minutes, go ahead and give us a five-star rating. Then, write a review and tell everyone about how much you love our voices. Or how we're your favorite hosts. Or that this really important conversation is helping you along the way. Just a few ideas, in case you get writer's block. (laughs) Anyways, we appreciate your help and thank you for the support. Your participation will only make relationship better. We're going to get back to the show now, but we love all of you. Thanks. Thanks. And we are back. So this week, um, we have some returning guests. You all may remember Sean and Shayla. Oh, Shayla and Sean. (laughs) She's right. (laughs) Is that all there are on your checks? No. (laughs) It's always my name first because it's, it's, you know, (laughs) Bill's. Because it's alphabetical. Yes. Let's go with so, welcome back, ladies. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank us. you. It's always a pleasure being here. We enjoy y'all. So as a reminder, could you just briefly remind our listeners of who you are and what you do? Yeah, you know, like the basic bitch questions. <laughs> My name is Shayla Tyler. I remembered that this time. I think last time you guys didn't know who I was for a while. Um <laughs> And I am a creative Seabarite. I'm just making that label up because that's what people do these days, right? You can just make yourself whatever you want to be. I'm an alien, guys. I came from the future. (laughs) That just escalated. (laughs) It really did. It really did. Um, I'm a unicorn. I'm Sean Gooden. Uh, I I don't know what to say after that, baby. That was a great... Wow. Um, I'm Sean Gooden. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm Shayla's bitch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I no, like I'm I'm my I'm my own lady. I'm independent. I'm a strong black woman, <laughs> and uh, I'm her partner. And uh, I'm a creative as well. I'm a painter and a comedian. I like you. Love it. This is so good. So I like your. <laughs> I like lamp. So <laughs> your your relationship um, is unique in that you were friends first before you started dating. So, Sean, tell us a bit more about your lives before dating and sort of like how everything evolved. Um, before dating, well, we met at our job. Um, we were working at Samsung and she was very rude to me. Oh. She was very rude to me. I was popping gum. The, the store was Sounds closing. Like you were being rude to her. No, 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 no. I was popping gum. Have we're the not seen Chicago. We're the only two women of color there, so I'm thinking she's totally gonna take my side. We're closing down. Whatevs. Sister girl. She walks by and she goes, "Really, you gonna pop your gum like that?" And oh. rolls her eyes. That, those were the first words you said. Never? True story. True this story. Was a good story. Have you ever heard so, I, in my mind, it was one of two things: either she's like rude, hi, or she's like really real and she's cool. So after that, we had a Christmas party, and I saw her dancing skills, and I was like, yep, she's going to be my friend. (laughs) We became (laughs) friends. We were hanging out. um, We hung out for quite a bit, and then we had a girls' night out, and uh, we were all dancing, and one thing led to another, and we ended up 
kissing in my driveway. Having a but, girls' night in. <laughs> but how did y'all go from popping gum to popping tongue? Years later. Eight years later. Eight, 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 eight years later. You should have said eight years. Yeah, later. Oh, I should have. Yeah. That's, that's you. That's you, babe. Eight years later, where I'm like literally, we're leaving, and she got all up in my face, and I was like, "If you don't get out of my face, I'm gonna kiss you." And Shayla being sassy and gorgeous, she's just like, and she did the whole neck swivel thing. Mm, I'm and, a big fan of that. And I never kissed a girl before, so I was like, But did you like it? Do it, do it. And I did it. Just, it was sheer ego, I did it. And then when we kissed, I was like, Oh shit, let me, oh, oh no, oh no, abort this mission, abort mission. <laughs> it was, it felt too good. And that led to a whole lot of years of internal conflicts. And then, boom, kitty petting. What? what? Kitty petting? Kitty petting? Oh. <laughs> oh. Yes, 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 yes. That. Meow. Yes, I guess that. She forgot. Yeah. That. That's not a good sign. No, no, no. I didn't, know the term. I didn't know that term. And, I didn't know that term. my reputation back. <laughs> exactly. Yes, with the exactly. basic voice. Yes, with or, the voice. I've been laying down too much the other way. She forgot. She's like, oh, man, I forgot she got a pussy. <laughs> is this a family program? This not a family program. Okay. It, is, it is not. Um, Listener discretion is advised. Seriously. Um, we check the explicit box. Don't worry. Every week. <laughs> and it sounds like Shayla be checking some of Seriously. She definitely checks my box constantly. Um, <laughs> how does one recover? <laughs> out of water anyway so we yeah so then we became a relationship and we moved in but we were friends for a really long time like eight to nine years before becoming a a serious relationship we were Mm. friends really good friends too like we saw each other throughout all of the boyfriends we had so it's kind of wow you know like i know you what you're like in a relationship from the outside Mm. and we give each other advice and everything so it's interesting that we became a couple wow love that's a good story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very. Good story. Like, <laughs> and that was the like that was the truth. That was the fucking truth. That was a great fairy tale. Last episode, I think I was talking about last time we were oh, with y'all. I was talking about how I, mean, I love her brain and how I it mean, works. Yeah, and this time she's just like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's because she I'm let me talk. Tell you so why. Like, why? Because I'm just like. She's like, we saw each other through all our boyfriends. I'm like, you didn't see me through all my boyfriends. You saw me through like three. Well, babe, it was a figure of speech when oh. I said the three. Come on, man. No, we're on a roll. You like being, she <laughs> likes like, being very literal, so I have to take a literal all the time, you know? I love this. So no, no, no. It is. It's it's a really cool uh, story. No, that's a great story. It's got a really cool story. I love it. I heard, I heard a, a different story because the story I heard was like when you were still in that quiet... Not hidden, but not, You're not forefront. This was a drunk night that Sean kind of uh, confided in us. Cause she was- I haven't heard the whole story. That's all I'm saying. I I uh, came in. I came into this. Well, now that you, you introduced, all, that oh, one. you came in. I came in when you, you heard like, the kiss in the driveway, oh, and that I waited in her kiss house. In the Y'all had already for everybody been to leave. Uh, yeah, that was when this was things. right. I know. I remember when I would talk. Remember, we were, we were right on this. No, we were on. No, the first no, time you told we me were we were out. walking. We were oh, that's right, that's right. That's right. That's right. And yeah. you confided. And I was like, oh my was, god, oh my god, I'm so confused. And it was a I'm confiding so thing. That was torn. The, that's all so, I was saying. Yeah, it was. It was a confiding. I remember that. This wasn't public. That was knowledge. right before the uh, Christmas party. 
Oh. And I was like, I'm really, really mm-hmm. torn. I'm really torn. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Help me. That wasn't that And you're like, bitch, I can't help you. I ain't never said nothing <laughs> confidential in my life. I like, nobody knows my I secrets. Think all we said to you during that moment, though, was like, do whatever feels right. Like, yeah, that's exactly what you said. Because right, I was like, oh, I'm so torn. Do it. Like, you need to stop worrying about others perspectives or opinions it wasn't just, just my mama it, it really wasn't others. but it, i don't even mm-hmm. it was just you were just like i don't know what this means for me and we were like yeah it doesn't have to mean anything until it has to mean something and then you have to worry about it but beyond that have fun yeah i'm not i'm not good at having fun I tried. I'm very I'm tightly thinking. wound myself. <laughs> and then I started getting good at having fun, and then I fell in love with her. Right when I started getting really on a roll, I was like, are you a hoe? This is amazing. And then I fell in love with her. It was horrible. What well, is a hoe? <laughs> um, this I'm joking. That was podcast. I mean, no, I'm I know my body. And um, I think everyone should have freedom, sexual ex- exploration with whoever they want and how many they want. It escalated once again. I was, I was, um, I was joking. I'm, I'm really, I was really uptight. So, so back to the original topic at hand. <laughs> yes, we, we digress. Um, uh, so, do you two think that being friends helped or harmed your relationship? Both. Yeah. Elaborate. Yeah, let me let me rephrase that because it should be both. How did it help and harm? <laughs> Your relationship. I'll go first. It helps because it's a different type of investigation and discovering with that person. Mm. Because you already know they enjoy the things you enjoy to a certain extent. You already know that you actually enjoy each other's company. Mm-hmm. You don't. You don't have to find that out. Mm. You know, it's 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 already past sexual. Now the fun comes because you guys have already been friends. Now it's sex that you're exploring together, which is even more amazing. Where it's harmful, she knows me so well that I can't hide anything. Mm-hmm. I can't like process the emotion, filter it, or do what I have to do and then share it with her. Because the minute something changes internally with me, she knows it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what's wrong? Let's talk about it. She is now part of your process. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm not good with having people part of my emotional process in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Even in past relationships. It was it was a solo kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Understood. Mm-hmm. I always say that Tony and I, like, we... Being friends helped us because he is my best friend. He is the person that I love the most. Like, I literally want to tell him everything. I rely on him for insight. And I I try to, you know, include him in everything in life. But part of the reason why it's a hindrance or, like, it's not a positive thing is because there's this element of um, we don't have very, we don't, there's no barriers between us so the element of like romance or like that like deep relationship courting kind of thing like that doesn't exist like you you can't be romantic with the person that you sit in the bathroom and brush your teeth while they're sitting on the toilet taking a shit like it's like really it's like it's like and i wouldn't want it any other way but like those things are kind of like Oh, 
But aren't those the fun challenges, though, where you find ways to make it sexy and fun because to. it's so comfortable? It, you have it's to. It's like that's where your creativity there's comes a, in. Yeah, there's an extraness that comes from it. And sometimes the extraness, even though that's not a word, but sometimes it comes from, like, exploration and fun and, like, mm-hmm. a really cool place. And then sometimes it comes from a, like, you have to muster up yeah. <laughs> that element of it. And that takes a little bit of effort. Um, but I love him. I love him. And I, again, would not have it any other way. Um, but sometimes I'm just kind of like, oh, I wish we kept a little bit to ourselves. Because then mm. that way there would be some room for exploration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. where there's like that element of it, but we don't have that. Role play. We should. That could be a thing. I think I Whoa, think it, all right. I, no, I, I think role play helps when you get very comfortable because you get to discover a side of your partner that you didn't know either intrigues them or excites them. I know. Is there an is there is there an actor buried deep inside of him? <laughs> he ain't even buried that deep. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't even have to be an actor. It could literally be like, hey, you know, I'm your babysitter or hey and and you say something like babysitter and you're like, no, and you're like no, seriously, because you you have a babysitter that's 19 and you just hit puberty and you're 14 or 15, like, and you don't know about sex. And now the person that usually is aggressive is now has to be the submissive one in the mm-hmm. sense of vulnerability. So find the most innocent side in you and let me handle you the way that I think sensuality what sensuality means to me and you're like whoa this happened through role playing this connection hmm. so yeah that's an idea I like it thank you I try <laughs> <laughs> things get intense okay I like you can it. definitely keep learning well, about can, each other I can tell that y'all are having some fun <laughs> <laughs> listen uh, <laughs> that's why I have this joy <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is brilliant. Is it I would say it's it so hot. Yeah, but, but I think it started with your story. I would uh, say that because like, we don't have to replace our chairs when they get up from them. <laughs> clean up out my panties. Clean up out my panties. <laughs> Very moist underneath here. I love it. It's brilliant. Shayla, what do you think about friendship and how it's affected or hindered the relationship, the romance? I think the friendship part has affected the relationship in both ways and for you know speaking for our relationship specifically uh, by being friends you take away the expectation of having to appeal to someone in a certain way because most likely if you're friends you've seen each other really stupid really ugly <laughs> really torn up and like a hot mess like You've seen each other all like right. We show this side of ourselves to our friends, sure. But somehow, when we start dating someone, we show them like the I gotta part. be cute. Mm-hmm. I gotta be sexy. Well, I always have my hair done. I always, yeah. always, always. always. I don't fart. What are you talking I, what about? Is it? What you know, is that? What is that? I don't. I don't poop at like their house. Absolutely not. Why would I do that? Like I always <laughs> use certain Whatever, type I of shower gels. You know. It's like no. oh god no he did not. <laughs> <laughs> then you're like with your friends on a trip and you're like oh girl I forgot my body wash what you got or you're using the hotel soap like you know it's I like I remember being in a cab with my friend and she was like I'm so sorry I have to roll down the windows because I just passed gas and I was like bitch really <laughs> <laughs> but it's because you we're know, so close to we one show, another we show this to our friends so that. easily like 
because we expect our friends are not going to leave us. Our friends are there forever. Yeah. Lovers will come and go, but our friends are there forever. Why do we not approach relationships like that? It's right. very odd. Right. But being friends first, I think, helps a relationship in that way. Being friends first hinders our particular relationship because I feel like sometimes there's this like, uh, there's this like cloud in the room that's kind of like if now, especially when you're at a stage in your relationship where either you're married or you've been living together and and life is now going on, right? You're past this idea of like in the beginning things were hot and like ooh, you know and. Blah, blah, blah. you're always sexy meet me here and then we're gonna go party we're gonna oh my gosh we're gonna turn up or we're gonna just chill and watch movies and then it's gonna be like hot sex and and then you get to a point in your relationship where you realize oh wait i'm still the person and i had a life right and your life kind of picks back up with this person in it and i feel like for us it's like how do we make sure that we're not uh just friends mm. right like What's the difference? Hmm. You know, like she like she emphasizes a lot. What's the difference between then you're just roommates, you know, or you're just like what's the difference? And to me, I'm like, well, yeah, of course. I mean, like, yeah, I, but but I see that, that it's important, you know. So it's like, okay, this matters, so, you know. So it becomes kind of like make sure you're not not doing anything that is romantic. But then that's kind of detrimental, right? Because then you're like. Walking around on eggshells, kind of. No, you just need a balance. You just need to, hey, when's the last time that I actually had sex with the person I'm with? Hey, when's the last time I took them out on a date? And if it's past like a week or two, you're like, wow, I'm slipping. Because if, because I, they're my partner for a reason. They're not a roommate. It's not a drive-by love affair. This person is supposed to grow with you. Let them really grow with you. And mm. that, that, that's all of it. That's not just the, hey, be there only when I need you or only when I pencil you in my calendar. That's all the time. And if, and if that's too much for you, then you need to be single. You shouldn't be in a relationship. I, I honestly feel that way. And that's, it's, that's something that we have a conversation about as well because there's this term called clingy that it's kind of like a, oh, yeah. I guess I would be the clingy one between us. But at the same time, is that one, is that really a bad thing? Because if it balances out a person that's always used to being single and always used to being by themselves, then that's a perfect balance, a clingy person. Or is the word clingy just stupid altogether? Because you're in a relationship. Hi, I'm supposed to be here. I live with you. You know, so, but I digress. Go on. No, but it's true though. Like either way, I feel like it that in that route it can be detrimental. Mm. And it can I be understand that. Thing. I love mm. that's awesome. But you bring up you bring up a good point um, about clingy versus you know perpetually single or independent or whatever. Is there is there's usually opposites. There's usually two things uh, that people bring right. Um, sometimes it's differences in their approach. Sometimes it's balance versus impulse. You know what whatever. Um, and often, um, and this is, it brings us to the topic of this week's, um, episode, often one person picks up where the other one leaves off. Mm-hmm. So there are things that you are good at that I'm not so great at. And there are things that I'm good at that you're not so great at. Um, and there are things that even though we were both pretty good at them by being together, we do even better. So for mm-hmm. example, in our relationship, I'm the finance guy. 
that's just what I am. And I remember we were doing sort of the annual look at the finances and the financial health and whatnot. And you made a, a statement, um, you know, my husband, and said, <laughs> you know, I don't even look at this stuff because I just know you've taken care of it. Wow. Right. And it was, but it was all out That's on the counter. That's awesome, though. Yeah, no, no, it is. It is. And it was all on the, out on the counter for, you know, anyone to see. And I think you were surprised by the numbers. Um, you know, and, and before you, I didn't have a wardrobe <laughs> or a passport. <laughs> well, I mean, Tony picks, I mean, so I, again, I, it's, I love that you say those things and it's not inaccurate. Um, but, but I also do think that I do give more than just superficial things like a wardrobe. No, um, no, 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 I said in a passport. No, I listen, know, listen. I know. I feel listen, like it gives a I wardrobe just, is not superficial. It really Everyone isn't. said this at the wedding. I was. They didn't use this term, but I was a schlub. You're a right? hot mess. I was a hot mess, and and I didn't care. No, you and didn't you care. have helped me to learn how to care. Yeah, That's an important thing, right? In your appearance, sure. It's an important. No, thing. but I think that there are other things because one of where Tony picks up where I leave off, for example, is like Tony shows me how to slow down. Tony <laughs> shows me how to like recognize life and the flowers and smell them and, and enjoy some. life and plant some and have a good time. And I really appreciate him for that. But where I I pick up where he leaves off is I tell him and give him the opportunity to like have fun like stop being so serious about things because like he's so caught up in the finances that sometimes he doesn't understand that like you gotta spend a little to make a little like you gotta and sometimes it's not like an exact ROI right it's not like you spend a little to make some money but like sometimes you spend some money so that you can make some memories or sometimes you spend a little bit of experiences so that you can make some life goals like you you have those things that come and go within the situation and and I just want for him to like Stop. He gets so caught up in 401ks and 403bs and, Don't forget the Roth and IRA. pensions and <laughs> Roth IRAs. And I'm like, bruh, like, can we just go to the Dominican Republic? Like, can we just have he an has experience never me bruh, just and have a good time? Can we just <laughs> that would be live? So good. <laughs> <laughs> I, but can we just live and yes. have fun mm-hmm. and have a good time? And at the same time, he's like, sure. We can live, and this is where he this is where he catches me, where he's like, "Yes, let's budget for it." <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, so that's smart because you can't just yeah. spend everything you earn to make it happen, right? You can't just do that. So you have to figure it out." And so he like catches me there. So I love that. So those are, I mean, I think that that's a part of it. So what Sean answered it, Shayla. Where does Sean pick up where you leave off? Um. Hmm. Where I leave off. I love the silence. Yeah, because I have to really think about that. Um, I feel like she picks up. I don't think she picks up where I leave off. I think she just steps in where she needs. I feel like she steps in where it needs to be stepped in. Okay. Okay. You know, in that sense, like. And a lot of times, I feel like it's it's a lot of it's home driven. Like if. I'm unable to do stuff because I don't have time or I'm too tired or things along those lines. 
then she'll take care of things in the house that are like things that you want to be done, you know, like cleaning and like the garbage and things of that sort. Um, I don't, I mean, that's kind of really the only thing I can think of right now. What does she, let me ask it in a different way. What does she bring to the relationship that enhances your experience of life? We're so alike in so many ways. That's a very difficult thing to answer. Wow. Hmm. That's a um, damn good question. I'm sorry. I know. I'm sorry. That's a <laughs> damn good question. Education. Hmm. Sean is very intelligent. She she has a, a yeah a very you are, different. Very intelligent. She has a di- very different intellect. Don't try me today. Don't try me today. You tried it last episode, but you ain't gonna do it today. <laughs> Bitch, you intelligent and you know it. <laughs> yeah, she definitely steps in intellectually in areas that I am absolutely a novice or just don't know anything at all. Mm. And because I don't, I didn't have resources to those certain things. She steps in to kind of fill that for me and it enhances me and makes me a better person because Mm. it gives me more knowledge and gives me more insight well and it sounds like too something that a lot of people might not see as an enhancement it sounds like too that the complementary piece is part of what she brings like sometimes what people bring is harmony yeah Um, Yeah, yeah and more of the same experience which you were enjoying to begin with, right? It was things that you sought out that were just sort yeah, of yeah. Like I found someone flow. else to share that. Yeah, with. Yeah, and people often will forget that. Like sometimes when you I, just click clearly, I did. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like well, I don't because I hear like, how does she make it? You know, uh, fin- finish off something, or I'm right. like, but it's not. It's a simultaneous thing. Well, sometimes but I'm it like, doesn't have to be as literal, off. right? Sometimes it doesn't well, have to be like one of those though. things. Wow. But like sometimes Tony like enhances my life because I've said to him all the time, like, I mean, I like my job now. So, you know, it's great because, yeah, so there's a continuation where, like, I enjoy my work, and then I come home, and I get to enjoy my husband and my home and my family, right? Mm -hmm. And now that you mentioned that role play, we're going to enjoy it even more. (laughs) (laughs) But for a while, Tony was my relief, right? I loathed my job. And so when I was coming home, he was giving me that sunshine, that brightness that made me happier, right? And those things are important. That is actually a very important part of the entire situation. So sometimes it's as little as that. And then sometimes it's as major as they balance the checkbook. They do the grocery shopping. They do the cleaning. Mm -hmm. They, you know, do the education. They, like, keep me informed, You know, like, they do those types of things. They give me the fun that I need in life. And then sometimes it's as minuscule as they make sure that my clothes are ironed every single day so I don't have to Mm. worry about it. Or I never have to worry about having the good soap in the bathroom. Not that Irish Spring shit, but, like, I got, like, like (laughs) Some Bigelow. Some Bigelow. Some some good, some good soap that keeps my body nice and nourished and keeps Mm -hmm. me without having to need that lotion. Like, right? Like, it's, like, really good. Like, sometimes it's, like, those little things or they give me the great hair products or, like, they do, they make sure that I'm cared for. That's that harmony that you mentioned, that Mm -hmm. we don't even say it. Mm -hmm. When we're low on shea butter, there's a refill, like, (laughs) the next day. (laughs) Totally. And it's her. And when the house has too many dust bunnies, the whole house is clean. 
the next day. Mm. I put the trash by the door. It's always taking out that next morning. Mm. It's like it's unspoken, but it's just a little it just ebb and flow. It just flows. I mean, Tony, I know that when we have dinner and I'm done with my plate, like he picks up my plate and takes it away. Like he's so good about but that. But she cooks. Like, that See, I don't thing. cook. She cooks. And when I do cook, cook it's <laughs> just breakfast. Nothing else and it's just an omelet. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I can cook. I think I've said this before on the podcast. I can cook. I just don't like it. And so I try wow. not to. It's just not my favorite thing to do. It's just, mm, I, 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 my time could be better used elsewhere. <laughs> like, I just don't want to. Elsewhere. Yeah. So it's not a thing. Um, but, uh, but I know that he will pick up my plate. Do you mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? And I can rely on that. Like, okay. I know that he picks up my plate and things like yeah. that. So he picks up there. Definitely. Um, but then at the same time, he knows that I will make sure that his clothes are washed. And I will go on his side of the bed and pick up his clothes off the floor. <laughs> wow. That he leaves on his side of the bed. And I will get them washed. His favorite cup that oh. he never washes. That he literally keeps water in and stuff like that. Water cup. I, th- yeah. I throw it in the dishwasher and make sure that it's clean. I can't wash it. only have water in it. But ever. <laughs> <laughs> once a month, I make sure that it gets a run through the dish. Oh, wait, wait, uh, this is now I'm just learning this. Once, do it once a week. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> is dirty. I oh, did at least do wash it once on a week. You. I do. Oh, he, he, he I wash it. I, I, I do try, wash it I wash once it a week. every night, but actually. And I put you wash it. No, you don't. In his stupid, not every night. Can't because sometimes whenever there's new water in it from me, mm-hmm. it's been washed. Yeah. Which is like every two in days. His, in his stupors, he walks around. I can't do... He would like for it to happen once a week. I can't make it happen once a week because, one, he always has water in it and he's consistently refilling it. I'm always two, two, he's also always... Like, if it's gone for a hot second, he's, like, wandering around the apartment where, wondering where the fuck it went. <laughs> <laughs> and so I have to be like, babe... In the dishwasher. Yeah. What's it doing in there? Yeah. That's why I hand wash so it doesn't have to sit in the dishwasher, and I leave it right on the stove on the coaster or right by her bedside, filled. That's no, almost done. as good as the advice she gave earlier. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> it's like it's like a close second. <laughs> I like it. So hand, wash notes? It. hand wash it. I got you. And refill it. No, no, don't forget. She and refill. You know what? But do you I, like it cold or room temperature? Because she likes it room temperature. Room temperature. So, okay. Yeah, so here's the thing. I, here's the mm. thing. I was hand washing it before, and then he used to complain about how it tasted like soap. Well, you got to oh. rinse this. Oh, my gosh. I rinse it like a crazy person. Wait a minute. Do you have very fragrant soap? No. No, it's it's like no. Why you had a riff? You would know. That was that Jodeci no right there. No, no, Uh, no. But it's like that ox. It's like the palm olive oxy. But he can taste it. So and I do rinse it, but it's just a thing. So I would rather run it through a dishwasher so that it could be good. And you have to start by rinsing it with cold water, so because it's plastic, so you got to seal it up. Oh, it's plastic. Soap it, and it's got to be cold water. She has glass. We need to get you a glass. No, plastic is porous. No, he no. likes plastic. It's oh, 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 what if I drop it? Your water glass is because oh, he is okay. Mr. Butterfingers. There's a big old crack in that glass, <laughs> and oh, it's plastic. Okay. You know how hard it is to crack plastic. Seriously? Okay. All right. Okay. He's a hot mess. He's a hot mess. <laughs> I can it's dig it. It's crazy. Um, so yeah. So uh, Sean, what strength? Like we talked about all this stuff, all of these areas where. Um, we feel like you are left off and, and Shayla has to pick up from. What 
strength do you draw from from Shayla? Like, what do you see in Shayla that like makes you want to be a better partner? Her long-term goals. I'm a very. Um, I don't have. I know it's a really heavy question. No, no, no. I don't. I don't have a lot of patience, and I like to get things done quickly and efficiently, and let's just get it done. And she. She's a person that's, you know, she's just good at saying, well, through her conditioning in life, well, having to wait with certain things and being patient and having to do things on her own because she was so independent and she became an adult at a very young age. She learned the discipline of, no, I'm not going to get it right here and right now. And because I'm her partner now and I grow with her, I see the goals that she wants to have for herself and I see the goals that she wants to have for both of us. And because I'm her partner, I have to wait. I have to learn patience. So she's teaching me, hey, everything is not done with a tortoise. Sometimes it's slow and steady that wins the race. And you learn more in that way. And I think that's where she picks up where I leave off. Or rather teaches me something. Yeah, I was going to say where you draw some strength from her from. Strength. That's definitely strength that I draw from. What about you, Shayla? Where do you draw strength from Sean? Like, where, like, what does she do that, like, literally challenges you to be a better partner? And you say, you know what? Maybe I want to learn that. She challenges, she, like, just challenges every, everything of, who I am and so I kind of like will try I, I I give enough courage to try different things like try things her way like okay your way might, might not be the right way just try her way and then if you try her way and you don't like it at least you could say you tried it hmm. but like she that. like gives me that like uh, just like I don't know she's just constantly pushing me to say, to step outside of me. What about you? What about me? I'm on on the spot right now. What strength do I draw out of you? What strength do you draw out of me? Yeah. (laughs) So you were reversing the question? Mm -hmm. Sure. No, what strength, no, like, I'm sorry, what what strength? Wait, I'm confused. (laughs) You know the question I'm trying to ask. I know, but I'm literal. Just answer it. <laughs> I like the reverse, though. I like no, it. but that what do you cool. like? It? Like what? Like what strengths do? What strengths are drawn out of you? Based... What do I give you? No, that's not the question. The question is, what strength do I give to you? Like, where do you see yourself not? successful and it like challenges you or like ch- like to be a better person. So it's almost the opposite of what you were saying because um or I'm sorry what you were saying because I have always seen the long term, the long game, the patient thing. I have always um been the one who would like save and save and save and save or store and store and store and store and then get that thing at the end. Um, and you have taught me how to live in the moment more and how to give in the moment. So one of my greatest weaknesses was always that I would do without until I could have one big thing. 
-hmm. and you have taught me to have several small things. And that's actually much more psychologically healthy. Um, And... um, yeah, and I honestly don't think I ever would have learned that if it wasn't for you. And that's a that's a big one. I mean, I could go on and on and on. I mean, you opened the entire world to me, like literally, like I didn't have a passport. Um, I don't know. It's it's interesting. the The way I grew up, there was a limit to possibilities. There was just only so much you could do, and so far you could go. And I mean, literally, the college that I went to, there were three majors like you did one of three things and that's just what you did you were a mechanic you were an agriculturalist or you were a teacher like that was that was all you did um so you so when I say you literally opened the world for me like anything is possible I mean I've said this about you always you're just like fearless and once you set your mind to getting something you're gonna get it like that's just what's gonna happen um and I've never really known that so it's probably the greatest strength is potential. I think that's the biggest one. But like I said, I mean, there's a, a million things. I could go on and on and on. Hmm. Those are the ones that will fit into the time we have left in this podcast. <laughs> Interesting. No, that's great. I just wanted to wow. just wanted to ask you that. And I you. I thought about it. Uh, you already mentioned the flowers. What you give to me. You give... Um, I don't know, you give home to me. Like, you give this sense of, like, stability Mm. that I never wanted. Mm. That uh, I never wanted. I never wanted. When I met Tony, I thought I was the kind of person that wanted to be in a different city all the time. Like, I wanted to live life and experience things and be everywhere and be all me in different places and a different version of me in different places I just wanted to like be I just wanted to be and he gave me a sense of home he gave me a sense of stability uh, a sense of like groundedness that didn't exist in me he taught me how to manage my finances because of how important it was for the future. He taught me how important it was to save and care about that part of life. And it's fine that you want to treat yourself, but you also need to make sure that you pay the people that you owe. Like, he gave me this sense of, like, I never wanted to own a home, but now I feel like I do. Not because I want to live there, but because I want to have a place to go back to with him. And I'm not going to cry right now. (laughs) Oh my God, that was so beautiful. And it's like, it's really special to me because I've never wanted it before. Um, I want to retire, and I've told Tony this many times, that I want to retire and I want to live in like a different city Every year. Every other year, mm-hmm. like every year or whatever, it doesn't matter. France this year, Dallas next year, like don't, Germany, don't this place, <laughs> you know, Austin the year after that. Those are two Texas places. But like, you know, Charlotte this year, and then let's go live in Spain and have a great time in Ibiza. Like, let's do whatever we want. Like, let's just experience life as retired gentlemen. But like now I think about it and I, I think to myself, like after 10 years of doing that, I want to own a p- 
piece of land where he and I could just be quiet and do our thing and experience and reflect and have a really good time. And I never wanted that before. I'd never cared about it. I don't care about owning a piece of property. It's just a piece of property. I would rather have clothes. But like, <laughs> <laughs> like, but like with him, it makes me like, I feel like, like, yeah, let's settle down here. Like, let's do that. Like, let's make that be a thing. Um, and that's what you've given me. That's where you, that's like what you've taught me is that like, you can want that. You can experience that. That can be a part of your life. That can be a thing. That can be your end goal. And it, there's no problem with it. Well, there you have okay, it. There you go. Right. <laughs> that was long. We're concluding this podcast. I'm that is sorry. done. That was like amazing. I'm, I'm sorry. Done. So, last question. Wow. Going forward, we learned a lot. We experienced a lot. Shayla, yes. we're start with you. Okay. What did you learn from this conversation? And how will you use it going forward with your relationship? It's a lot, right? Yeah. It's super heavy. What I did know. I learn from the... Um, It's so interesting because I feel like this has been more of a like sharing experience. So I'm like, how you can always, of course, learn something. Like sure. you can always learn something in your doing of something. But um, I don't, I don't really have an answer for that right now. Maybe you can have me back on another day, <laughs> and I can tell you how these things. Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you how I've learned from these various scenarios. Okay. What about you, Sean? Stay friends with you guys. <laughs> you're doing it right. You're doing it right. You're do- like you're doing it right on so many levels that you're talking to other couples to like hear the common denominator and then hear things that are different to make yourselves investigate things that you want to grow and work on after being together for so long. Like that's how good you guys are. Like that's amazing. So just stay friends with you guys. That's what I learned from this podcast (laughs) because I mean like, like we're happy, Mm -hmm. but we're still growing. We're still learning each other. And, um, it's weird with us. We're not... That's another thing. When you're friends for so long, before you're in a relationship, the honeymoon period, it doesn't even exist. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even exist. You go, I felt like we went from... I feel... It's weird. Sometimes I feel like we didn't even have a honeymoon period. Mm. And we went straight from friends to being married. Mm. Because we know each other so well. And then other days, I feel like... The honeymoon period has lasted way longer than everyone else's, and everyone else is miserable. And we're so fucking happy that we need to stare in our own bubble so they don't affect us with their miserableness. Um, 
so it's um yeah, it's between those two extremes. So I don't so I know we're just growing and we're working through it, which is great. And we're more happy than sad, which is a blessing. So that is we'll just stay your friends. I'm just staying you guys friends. That's what I, I learned from this podcast. I, like that is so lovely. We literally I mean, I appreciate you. <laughs> we don't have the answers to everything, I promise no, you. No, by I no means. All that. But the fact that you guys are willing to share and like have a real dialogue and it's an honest dialogue where you have like crickets and silence and dogs in the background. It's like <laughs> and you guys Tiny actually dogs. answer the questions that you ask us. That's because how it's I know important. it's important. Really it's really important because, like, I like, you know, sometimes, you know, of course, we do a segment where we give our commentary and we talk about things, but we don't always have the ability to like address everything, or else this podcast would be seven hours, and no one wants to listen to that, right? Point taken. So, <laughs> you know, sometimes we ask these questions, and I, I don't know about, I can't speak for you, but I literally sit back and I think to myself. How would he answer that question? Mm-hmm. So let me ask him, like, because I think that it's really important. And I guess this is part of our self check-in. This is part of our, like, relationship check-in, like, that is really important and I think m- makes sense for us. But at the end of the day, like, we are trying to figure things out just like y'all. We are trying to figure things out. I would be lying if I said that we didn't just get in an argument three hours ago. Like, do you see what I'm saying? Like, we have our shit. But at the end of the day, I love him. He's the love of my life. And I want to spend the rest of my life with him. And so whatever is necessary to figure out how to talk, if that means that we have to put a microphone in front of our faces (laughs) so that we can get the truth out, then I'm okay with that. If that means that we have to have other people to give us some insight, then we're going to try that as well. But at the end of the day, I adore him. And I want to be happy with the rest of our lives. And we're going to try it in whatever way that is possible. End of sentence. To making it last. <laughs> We're going to conclude this Make podcast with a fire storm. Even <laughs> Don't let our love in. A song with a slow jam from the 90s. I love it. I can't tell you how many times during the podcast where y'all would say things that I was like thinking of a song in my head because I live my life. Because your Instagram, if people follow your Instagram, literally every caption is a song. It amazes me. I'm like, how does he type these lyrics down? Those are my life. She's still singing. I love it. On that actual note, sing it, girl. Focus. We are going to end here. 
But we want to thank y'all again so much. Y'all are the bomb.com. That is so old. I know it is, but thank y'all. She's literally she's, still she's singing. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your love. Come on. That was nice. Um, no, I. Um, Thank you guys so much Thank for you. coming and spending Always time a with us. <laughs> it is such a pleasure. We had such a good time. Namaste. And y'all sing with us. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. And we got to invite them back. Yes. Yeah, true story. Um, we are going to take... Well, no, wait. Before we even do that, remind our listeners where they can follow you on the social media. You can follow me on Styler. That is at S-T-Y-L dot U-R. Wait, oh. isn't there an R at... No. no, and then the other oh. is at s t y l dot e r. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Because oh. that's my fault. There's two sides to me. Wow. Oh. Well, it's not two sides to me. There's just two different W twos. So one is Sean underscore Gooden S H A W N underscore G O O D E N, and the other one is same spelling S H A W N G O O D E N underscore so once for the artwork once for everyday life and stand up I love follow it. it i love there it there you have it well we are going to take a short break when we get back we are going to listen to some of y'all problems in our listener situation segment hey y'all we cannot thank you enough for taking the time to listen to our podcast and for allowing us to be a part of your life if you love Relationship, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PodRelationship for even more content and information. If you have any relationship questions or topics that you'd like for us to discuss on the podcast, email us at relationshipquestions at gmail.com. We will read your questions on the air, share our thoughts, and offer guidance based on our experiences. Please don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Stitcher. If you're a fan of the show, Leave us a five-star rating and give us a great review. Your support is much appreciated. On behalf of Marco and myself, I want to sincerely thank you for listening. And now, back to the show. All right, now it's time for our listener situations. That's right. Send your relationship questions or comments to relationshipsquestions at gmail.com. Tony and I will read your emails here on the show and do our very best to give some guidance. How lucky for you. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Bypassing that as quickly as possible. Here's our first email. Hi, Critellis. Love the show. And we love you for loving the show. You've made my Wednesdays less boring. They're less boring for us, too. (laughs) Here's my question. Your relationship is solid, and it seems like you have things figured out, and you're doing well together. Thank you. We are both actors. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you have a dating history. So, have you had a relationship that made the beginning of your relationship difficult? Like... Did you ever feel that your partner's ex had screwed them up a bit and you were now dealing with that? Hashtag asking for a friend. (laughs) Um, My immediate response is every single person that Marco dated before me completely screwed him up for me and I have to deal with it all the time. Whoa. Well, you have been cheated on by everyone other than me. Correct? Sure. Okay. And I have to deal with that. You have to deal with that, but I have to deal with that too, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, 
To a certain extent, I'm, yes. So uh, to answer the listener's question, yeah, I mean, uh, and to Tony's point, yes, I had been uh, cheated on initially uh, by every other person that I had ended up dating. So um, I think the beginning parts of our relationship were kind of challenging by way of me just like not trusting you and at all, like just feeling as though... Uh, that the other shoe would drop at some point in time. Like, oh, I'm going to invest all my time into liking him, and next thing I know, he's going to have cheated on me. So, Well, and to a degree, that's still true. I mean, we've said this already before, and you yelled at me for airing out your dirty laundry, but since we already said it, I'll bring it up again because it applies here. There was a night you came home and you looked in the shower because you thought there was someone hiding in there. Sure. Well, first of all, I may or may not have had some drinks and, <laughs> um, but I think being, and I definitely didn't have anyone over no of course not but that was during when we were dating right? no that was here in this apartment we're recording in right now but we were <laughs> dating we were boyfriends at the time we weren't married we weren't even engaged during that time period All right, and so I enough. don't know that I feel like that exists now because I don't know that I would have married you if I really did feel that way. Mm. Um, and so, you know, during that time period, I think that there's like a sense of insecurity and things like that, that could take place. Right. And I'm not going to act like it did not exist because we both know that it did. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know that it exists uh, now. Like, again, I never would have married you if that would have been true. I just could not have done that. But uh, to answer the listener's question, yes, there were certain aspects of it that I had to deal with, uh, that you had to deal with mm -hmm. because of, of my history and things like that. And so, and I wasn't very trusting to begin with because I just always felt like there was some sort of ulterior motive with, but I felt that way with anybody. Like everyone was just trying to find, uh, a way to uh, Get the, screw me mm -hmm. over in some kind of capacity. Right. Um, right. And you were you were very clear that you didn't think that, I mean, you said it even earlier in this episode, guys are this other great thing. Um, and you weren't going to live with a boyfriend. Sure. Um, and that was just, uh, that was just what it was going to be. Like that was, that was the limit to a relationship for you. Sure. Um, and... I mean, that was fine. I wore you down. I wore you down quickly. <laughs> oh, it was quickly. Um, so it was like six to eight months, and you were you were just that was it. I yeah. Whittle do you do a toothpick? Interesting. So, um, so there are so yes, that's something that you had to deal with, and then there were element. There were things that I had to deal with with you that even I would say just recently. I was going to say you're still dealing with them. Yeah, I mean there. I mean, but I don't know if those were boyfriend issues um that had i mean i can remember an early one where you called me and said so what does your most recent ex look like because i think he came into my work oh yeah because he i felt he was stalking me <laughs> yeah because that's a pretty that. immediate one yeah that was something that i had to deal it with was, it wasn't him there was all yeah there was that there was that was also really weird because there was this huge element of disrespect that was going on from him too Ooh, i did not enjoy that either no yeah so for our listeners uh, so he and I, uh, I was friends with his family uh, as much as I was friends with him. And his mom was kind of like my third mom. Um, and my mom was very sick and then my mom died. And 
I had a second mom who was amazing, and I had a third mom, and my third mom was his mom. And so when he and I broke up, I lost her too. And she came to visit one time, and I really wanted to see her because I felt like I didn't have closure with her. Um, and you, rightfully so, took issue with the fact that he was willing to let me see her if the three of us hung out, meaning he, I, and his mother, not you and I and his mother, or you, I, and him, or whatever. Yeah, well, there was this element, because he had reached out to you a couple of times during the time that we had started dating, and he had, like, wanted to go grab lunch so that you guys could, like, talk and all this other stuff like that, and I just found it very weird that he would do that, and if he, he knew you were dating someone, and so I just thought that it was, like, if you were actually trying to get closure, you would say, like, you know, I know you're dating someone right now if you don't mind like I would love to like meet you guys and like say you know everything is like okay kind of thing like that and he just never did that and I found that to be kind of disrespectful and everything that he wanted to do was like you guys hang out and reliving these moments and these times and doing all those other things like that and I just found that that was like super disrespectful the only other thing that I can think about too that you had to deal with and you're better at now but it took some time is you were very jealous before. Um, and Oh, I, I'm still jealous now. You're better. You're much better now. Wait, wait. I don't want to shortcut your story, but didn't someone hit on you this past weekend? Yeah, but... And what did I say? Did I say I was going to prison because I was going to murder him slowly? Yeah, you're also, <laughs> you're also very dramatic and quite theatrical, so I feel like <laughs> there was an element Put him in front of me and we'll see whether I'll follow through. I don't know. I think that there was an element of that that was taking place. I, like, there have been times, I remember last year when we were going to D.C. and some guy was like literally hardcore right in front of you trying to hit on me. And you were, you didn't even do, you didn't like even flinch. You were just kind of like, you know, I was like, oh, did you meet my husband? And the guy was like, oh. I'm sorry. And you're like, oh, no big deal. Like, you just were like, whatever about it. And I think that there's a comfortability that you know that, like, there's nothing well, I think to it worry goes, about it I anymore. think it goes along with the same thing for you. Like, you're not going to look in the shower anymore. Yeah. Like, so I think that there's a comfortability that's... So that I would say those good. are things we dealt with in the beginning that yeah. maybe we deal with less or not at all now. I think that stuff exists, right? So but I will still snap that guy's tell, neck. <laughs> so tell your friend... That that <laughs> stuff does happen, and uh, your goal is to not fix the ex's mistakes, but instead be you in the relationship and try to get the partner to understand that, like, I'm I'm not them, but I am going to be me, and I hope that that can be enough for you. Yeah. Hashtag tell your friend. All right. Our second email. Uh, hey guys. I've listened to your show from the beginning, and there is one topic that you haven't covered yet. I'm interested to know, how important is kissing, and how would you rate each other as kissers? <laughs> Ironically, I will sign off this email with the closing, kisses! Oh. <laughs> it was cute. It was cute. Come on, it was cute. It was cute. Love you. Smooches. Um, so, how important is kissing? Um... I would say that kissing has always been important. Um, I love kissing. No. I love kissing. I love the quick kiss. Like, okay, so so I'm Italian and I'm romantic. So I will kiss anybody and everybody on the cheek. 
Uh, but that is a standard greeting to me. Like, to press my lips to some part of your face is normal. Forehead, cheek, whatever. So I love when you come home and we kiss on the lips to say hello. Mm. I love that. It's one of my favorite parts of the day. I love when we wake up and we kiss. I love when the alarm goes off and we hit snooze and I smooch on the back of your head. Like, I just love those things. I think they're wonderful. Um, I don't care about the morning breath. I don't, like, none of that. It doesn't matter. Those are your lips. That's all I'm experiencing. The breath, it is what it is. Um, it's just, it, it just is. It's, it's just not a factor for me. Um, so, so I love that. But I also love, like, just, like, passionate kissing and... You know, I mean, you and I have talked about this before, like the lost art of just making out and letting that be the only thing that you do. Um, you know, I enjoy that immensely. Um, thinking about kissing you right now. Um, and how would I rate my husband as a kisser? So my husband's kisses fall into two categories. This thing that he thinks is cute, which are these thematic kisses that I am just <laughs> not a fan of, and they all get a name and descriptors, and, you know, there's butterfly kisses, and what are they? There's, like, woodpecker kisses, and there's just, there's these random goldfish, rid- kisses. goldfish kisses. There's these ridiculous kisses that are, like, themed. I mean, that's the only way I know how to I say think it. that sounds super cute if you ask. Yeah, you would. <laughs> so he has those kisses um, and they are very endearing. I am only kidding. Um, but then he has um, you know, his normal kisses. And I would say my husband is a good kisser. He's not usually the initiator of the longer kiss, the more impassioned kiss. That's usually my job. Um, but I will say that when he uh, is into it or reciprocates, my husband's a good kisser. And, like, most of it is talent. Some of it is he has big, thick, juicy lips, oh which Jesus. are lovely. <laughs> you do. You have nice lips. Whatever. You're gorgeous. I love you. Your lips are great. Well, thank you. Um, so, uh, yeah. So I would say what? I mean, let's do it. Uh, not to not to quote the girls, but let's uh, let's do it on a scale of one to ten. Um, and let's say, uh, as a kisser, I would give you mm, on any given day an average of an eight. Okay, that's fair. I'll take it. Yeah. Mwah, your turn. <laughs> um, I love to kiss. Actually, I'm a huge fan of kissing, and. Um, it's so funny because back in my heyday, um, Read I two weeks ago was quite the maker outer. I oh yeah, the indiscriminate maker outer. Yeah, I would kiss anybody that would have me. <laughs> but no, I I do love kissing, and and it's funny to me because I can feel a mood. Like, I can be out and dance and have a good time and have no, like, sexual connection to the dancing, but the energy that, like, I don't know, that, like, very, like, fun and just kind of animalistic and, like, passionate aspect that comes from the being close and or pressed up against somebody for a moment could lead me to wanting to kiss somebody. I don't need anything more than that, but I do love the element of kissing and to be honest with you i can feel that with anybody like i Mm. I just love that like i can feel like a connection there's always that energy right that like magnetic feeling that takes place from it so i can feel that um 
And it's, like, really amazing. I even told you, I recently, like, went out and there was this gorgeous female that was out. And I know her and she's a friend of a friend. And, and we were having a really good time. And there was just this energy with the way we were talking and interacting with one another. that I was like, oh, my God. Like, I could, like, if I were single, making out with her would be so much fun right now. And, like, I don't even know that I, like, I don't want to be with a woman right now. Like, you know, so, like, it's just energy. It, it, it was just energy. Um, so I do love to make out. I love making out with my husband. I think that it is so much fun. He's a fantastic kisser. I think we have an incredible time, um, with that. And, um, it's so great because we have this, uh, great connection with like, without, I mean, without getting like overly descriptive behind it, but like, they're like, we just know what each other is getting ready to do. And it's like a fun little dance that mm -hmm. we have with each other. That is like fantastic. Yeah. The cues are well known. Correct. Yeah. And I love it. Um, and I think my husband is a very good kisser. I think he's got, um, uh, great lips and a great energy and there's just a lot of passion and love. And again, he is Italian. So he loves, you know, romance and, and closeness and all that other stuff like that. He needs those things on a consistent basis, so I like it. And I would give you a nine in the kissing department because mm. I think that you're a great kisser. I think it's fun. I'm a little... It's funny because the, we do the morning breath kisses and I do it... It's a little less... Um, I'm a little less uh, into it as you are. Yeah, you don't like it. Yeah. And you don't like it more for your breath than mine. Uh... Ooh. Well, yes and no. I was mistaken. No, no, no. Yes and no. That's not an inaccurate statement. No, you you will get out of bed and brush your teeth or put mouthwash in, and then you are more likely to kiss me. Sure. Which tells me it's more about your breath for you than it is mine. Sure. And I, there's a huge element of it that, um, because I'm very, like, even though I'm kissing, like, there's still a lot of, like, I'm a very, like, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Like, I, like visual smells, touching, like all that stuff like that. Those things are like really, really important to me. You're sensory. Very sensory. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I couldn't think of that word for some strange reason. Yeah. But anyways, like I'm very sensory. So the element of like kissing someone, if the taste isn't there, like, mm. to, like it, it kind of That's takes true. me out of it. That's true. Because you even refresh your scent before you go into bed. Sure. Like I'm very, like I'm very, I just need those things. Mm -hmm. I just need for it to like feel good. Not that I can't do it, but it heightens it and makes it even more amazing for me mm. afterwards. So like I am the person that loves to kiss after teeth have been brushed. Mm -hmm. Like I do, like it is good for me because it's like, ah, oh, that's minty. It's refreshing. Like things, like it's great. Um, so, and I feel like when you do kiss a person... Um, because your eyes are closed generally, especially during a makeout session and stuff like that, all of those things do need to exist. They, they the, yes, they're heightenedly present for correct. sure. Yeah. Um. So I, I, there is an element of that that exists behind that, but that's the only reason why. So, mm. um, that was a fun and very intriguing question because I. That's a cute one. Yeah, that's very. Interesting. We haven't explored that before. No, we haven't really talked about any of that. Do you remember our first kiss? I do remember our first kiss. I still call that the kiss. It was, I do remember our first kiss. It was very, very powerful. Mm. Um, very sly on your end. Well, um, I got a little swagger for a white boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. 
so, but no, I do remember our first kiss, and it was great. And again, it was passionate, and it definitely, you know, solidified the situation. It, it definitely took it to the next level. It did. I was trying to be kind and respectful, but I about threw you on that car. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Um, so, well, good question. Thank y'all mm-hmm. for that one. That's a good one. All right. All right. We're going to take a short break, uh, and we will be right back. So that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thanks again for tuning in and being a part of this really important conversation. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Pod Relationship. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us. And hey, tell your friends. You can also email us at relationshipquestions at gmail.com if you have any questions or comments that you'd like for us to address here on the show. And if you're in the New York City area, please don't forget to join our group on meetup.com for more relationship content and activities. And Tony and I will definitely harass your ears next week. And remember, friends will see you through shit and thin. 